everyone. Welcome to the Teach Them Diligently podcast. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and I am so glad you're here. Today's podcast is one that every homeschool parent should listen to, for I promise you'll be encouraged to keep on doing what you're doing. My three homeschool graduates were kind enough to join me to record what started as just a Teach Them Diligently 365 video. But as we're all getting ready to head back to homeschool, I really believe this will be a help to all of you as well. I asked Camden, Peyton, and Lizzie Gray questions that were submitted by our members and got some really insightful and helpful answers that gave even me a lot of insight into their homeschool experience and how that prepared them for the next phase of their life. You are going to love this episode, I promise. Before we dive in, though, I wanted to follow up on an Instagram story I did last week. A lot of people asked me about different curriculums that we used through the years, so I took some time to tell you about our experience with LifePack curriculum from Alpha Omega Publications. You can see that, including how I set up our lesson plans, in the story highlight I created on Instagram. We are at Teach Diligently, so make sure you head over and give us a follow. The timing of that story is awesome, too, because they just let me know that right now you can save big on all your favorite curriculum during AOP's Back to Homeschool sale. Call 1-800-622-3070 or visit aop.com forward slash back to school through August 8th to save 25% on homeschool favorites like Horizon, Lifepack, Switched On Schoolhouse, and Monarch Online Curriculum. I hope you'll take time to check them out, and I'll include links in the show notes to make it easy. For now, though, let's get right into my conversation with my three oldest children, all about how homeschool prepared them for college and beyond. afraid of having the three best guests ever on our video time. Um, these are my three homeschool graduate kids. I have another one that has not yet graduated, <laughs> but I have got a number of questions that you all have submitted for them. I don't know why this is the funniest thing they've ever done, but it seems to be. Um, so I've got a number of questions. I have not shown the questions to them because I actually wanted to get as authentic of answers as I possibly could. So we're just gonna dive in. I've, I've told them to be honest and I will call them out if they aren't. So we will get going. First of all, can you guys tell everybody who doesn't know you yet, just your name, what you're studying in college and what year you are or will be? Uh, all right, I'm Peyton Nunry. I am a history major and a sophomore. No, I he is Camden Nunnery. I am a biblical studies major, and I don't even know what year I am. <laughs> I, am I am Gertrude von Schuttelord. <laughs> All right, no, 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 we can save that. Okay. We can't save it. I'm Camden. I'm a junior biblical Ish. studies major. I'm a second semester junior. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Biblical nice. studies major. Hi, I'm Peyton Nunner. I am a sophomore history major at Bob Jones. I am Lizzie Gray Nunnery. I am going into kinesiology and I'll be a freshman. So, um, 
So that is, they're all actually attending Bob Jones University um, and have been have been doing really well. So very, very thankful for that. So I'm gonna just dive right in and start peppering you guys with questions. Smart. Um, please answer honestly. This is for posterity. <laughs> um, looking back over the homeschool years, are you thankful for your parents' decision to homeschool or not? Literally, it says or not. Okay, who are you asking to? You're gonna have to. Uh, just in general. To the panel. Are you glad you were homeschooled or not? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, um, I guess follow up. What do you feel like you gained from being homeschooled? What was what makes you glad that you were homeschooled? What were some of the benefits that you see from it? So this one's gonna sound weird, but real social skills. It doesn't sound weird at so, all. That's perfect. A lot of my friends that didn't go to weren't homeschooled. Or, um, they aren't good at conversations. Like they they struggle to talk about real things. Mm -hmm. Not all of them, but. It's something that people sometimes struggle with, and I, I've never had that problem. So you can talk to anybody, anywhere, anytime. I can if I choose to. Yes. <laughs> this is also going to sound a little bit weird, but okay. it also goes along with the idea of conversation. Yes. Uh, one of the main things that I learned through conversation, uh, through homeschool, sorry, is how to have conversations with adults. Yeah. Uh, throughout a long time, um, a lot of times my Friends will refer to me as a 80-year-old man in the 19-year-old's body. However, <laughs> that's not, obviously I'm not, and it's actually pretty easy uh, for me to talk to adults because of the way that uh, we went with our homeschool. Yeah. So. Well, that's true. And then you guys also, and I know for a lot of those that are listening in, you all had a lot of opportunities because of the ministry that we're in and the work that we do to interact with adults as well, which was very, very helpful. I'm sorry so. for those who have interacted with me. <laughs> Lizzie Gray. Um, I guess just we've had the opportunity to have a lot of experiences and whether that be with traveling or um, when we were younger, getting done with school at like noon and then just being able to play outside for the rest of the day. Um, so almost actually having a life other than school. Not, yeah. We were never at school from like 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. We always had abilities to do other things. Yeah, which is really, really cool. I want to add one more thing. Yeah, please. Uh, also, uh, one thing I appreciate is I learned how to teach myself stuff. Hmm. Um, I never, I wasn't always necessarily the best student in high school or the most diligent student in high school, but I, uh, I, I did pick up the ability to teach myself things if I really tried. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I know when I come into a college class, if I have to, I, I'm able to find places that can teach me the subject and then walk myself through it. And I, that, yeah. I appreciate that. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, on the flip side of that, is there anything that you feel like you missed out on because of homeschooling? Any? <laughs> You're setting this one You're up. Setting, right? You're setting it up so good. Well, you know what? I am vulnerable here. Mm. You all are vulnerable. Answer the question. Um, <laughs> anything we missed out on because of homeschool? <laughs> Nothing profitable. <laughs> no, nothing profitable. Well, amen. Amen for that. For real? Yes. Yeah. Nothing yeah. profitable that I can do. Okay. Well, I would, I would tend to agree with that, but, you know. 
Um, did you ever wish that you could go to a brick and mortar school and specifically a public school? Um, our house is made out of brick and mortar. Well, that is true, we, but like a house. traditional school. I, I did at one point, uh, mostly for sports. Okay. Um, what, cause you are the only one, for those of you that are watching, he is the only one that actually asked at one point when he was a freshman to go to a, the local public high school because of basketball. Um, what did you bemoan the decision when it was made or do you think that it was the right decision now looking back how did that kind of play out in your freshman 14 15 year old mind so you might have just completely changed my memory but my memory is uh that i it was my decision not to go Yes, ultimately it was. So, no, um, I don't regret my decision to well, go. <laughs> but the part that he may be leaving out is that decision was made after a lot of conversation and prayer together. So we actually took his desire. We didn't shut him down. We actually talked about it quite a bit um, and then just kind of left it in the Lord's hands, trusting that God would lead him um, and, and would lead all of us. I mean, ultimately, he wasn't going to go to public school because we knew that. But, but because we were truly talking about it, God brought him to that same spot. Which So then it became his decision, as he recalls. So, um, and it was. It was your decision. It was, it was this your is decision, a, but you had no other option. My decision it, influenced God, by voodoo magic. God, <laughs> or prayer. Um, so yeah, <laughs> they, he was truly the only one that actually asked to go to public school. And the Lord, that was a time of a lot of prayer for David and I, a lot of trusting, a lot of recognizing God, he is yours. We want to listen to him. Ultimately, we don't believe this is the right thing. And God brought everything to the right point. Um, this next question actually kind of makes me laugh because I know you guys, but I want to ask it because it is a sincerely asked question. Do you wish you had more friends as you grew older? Um, so I wouldn't exactly consider myself an anti-social homeschooler. No, I wouldn't either. Um, I... I typically have people who wish that I would stop talking. <laughs> uh, so... Honestly, it probably would have turned out a little bit different, but we did get plugged into a few pretty good Christian communities like mm -hmm. uh, our church and co-op, and there was a lot of connections that were made throughout, a lot of friends who I still have now who I'm very close to. Um, so I would say that, um, no, I, I don't think I missed out on any friends, and honestly, I wouldn't trade the ones I have for yeah. any other friend I can make in public school. Yep, yep. Anything to add or take away from that? I mean, yeah. I mean, through sports, co-op, church, never had problems with friends. Yeah, no. yep. Always. That's, that's always been one of the things I've been most grateful for, is the Lord has brought great, great friendships to all of them, and it's been a joy to watch them grow up together. Um, do you nope i already asked that one what is um what is your most wait there was one that i really wanted to ask you okay here it is looking back what comes to mind as the best things your parents did to help you stay heart connected to them through the teen years where a lot of teens tend to pull away or become rebellious i know that's putting you on the spot and wow that I, is it's a big question but that's just a so, that here real quick. 
Um, so for a lot of, of a lot mm-hmm. of parents of teens in general, losing their children's hearts is a very real fear. By God's grace, we didn't lose yours. So was there anything that you guys saw that kept you connected to us? Or are you just amazing kids that never struggled with anything, any thoughts of rebellion? I would say you cared about the things that we cared about. I know some of my friends complained to me about how they're, they can never watch sports with their dad, they can never watch movies with their dad, um, or things like that. I mean, my, my dad got into NBA because I liked NBA. He, he never watched NBA except for when he was probably my age. Um, and now he's just as big of a fan as I am. So uh, then when I started watching uh, other sports, he got into them as well. He started watching them as well and, and you know, catching on with the lingo. Um, so you guys genuinely cared about the things that we cared about, and that was a big deal. Um, I would say one one big thing is that uh, you guys took the time to actually get to know who we were as we went through the teenagers. Um, well, I'm still in the teenagers. I turned 20 <laughs> this year, though. Um, so as we were going through, like, for instance, we would pick up different things and... You guys would try your best to pick up the same things to be able to talk to us, even though most of the time you guys had no idea what you guys were talking about. <laughs> um, I remember that like there was a time when I got into chess and you tried to play me in chess, and it was hilarious because you're not that great, but well, it was it was the I blogged about it though. It was, it I was did blog about counts. it. Yes. <laughs> Um, but there was, there was just a whole bunch of different things and you guys tried to communicate with us, encourage us to be active discerners of the things that came into our life. I remember one thing that I will give, uh, my father is that he is quite good to bounce ideas off of into debate. <laughs> he's stubborn. He's very, very stubborn. How resolute. I, I think resolute. <laughs> resolute. Resolute. He's a resolute man. He, is, um, he stands firm. <laughs> <laughs> However, it uh, it really helped solidify where I was on a whole bunch of issues talking to him. Whether I agreed with him or disagreed with him, just being able to talk through it and hear counter arguments and yeah. things like that. It was just always very, very nice. Hmm. Lizzie Gray, anything to add to that? Um, I would say also, like, you always took the time to either go out and get coffee with us or, um, like, for us girls' birthday, we would always go on a birthday trip with you, whether we went to do cheesy things in Pigeon Forge or (laughs) go to Biltmore um, or view old houses in Charleston. Um, But just, like, those car trips or, like, getting coffee and just talking about what's going on in our life Um, But also, as Camden said, like, when, like, I started playing volleyball, you started and got involved in that, and now you're, like, the program director and all that, just so you can make sure the program is still good for Lila as she's going through high high school and everything, so. Um, So, yeah. Um, So, we'll move on to the next question before I cry. Um, 
So oh, we're make you cry. That's our new. <laughs> that's our new goal. Nice. You got this. Um, right. So this one you've actually kind of alluded to already. As an adult away from school, I'll just pause right there and let that marinate a minute. Do you notice holes in your education, and how are you filling them? You're not an adult yet. Leave. I'm not an adult yet. That's true. So not, can you just move you your head over to this way real quick? All right. <laughs> so how are? Do you notice any holes in your education now that you're in college? Um, and Lizzie Gray, you've been taking college classes as well. And if so, how are you feeling them? Or do you feel like you were really prepared for that next level? I was not mentally prepared for the next level. I'll say that much. Um, my discipline was not there at the time that I started college. Um, and that wasn't necessarily your fault because you did push me to be disciplined. It's just I wasn't necessarily having it. Um, uh, I mean, any... Like, if I found out I didn't know something that everybody else knew, it was pretty easy to catch up. Like, it, it was never anything big. Maybe I forgot a formula or something that everybody else knew at the time, so... How dare you? How dare you forget those formulas? Um, I would say no because of one main thing, one big emphasis throughout kind of our homeschool, at least for me, was the ability to uh, critically think. Um, I am someone who talks through about everything. Yep. I just talk through it out loud because a lot of times I formulate my thoughts by talking out loud. Yep. Um, and that ability has made it so that if there was something that I didn't exactly learn, I can typically pick up on it pretty quick. Yep. Yep. Um, Lulu? Um, not really. I've almost found that in some instances, I've known more than yeah. people coming yeah. from Christian and public school, yeah. especially more like in history for our family. Um, we've always made an put an emphasis on history, um, so I I've known more than some people in that, which has yeah. been super nice and helpful. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I'm just gonna I've, you've answered a lot of these inadvertently, so I'm just gonna ask you a couple more. One. Um, what part of your education did you find really non-essential? What, as you look back, and, and us, you two have already talked to me about some of the things that you viewed non-essential. We did another video years ago when you were coming out of middle school. Um, so I know that there were things that you boys deemed non-essential. I don't remember that video. I don't remember that video either. <laughs> uh, I'll link it to don't, this video. Don't look for that video. Um, but was there anything... <laughs> <laughs> was there anything coming out that you deemed really non-essential that you felt like was just a, a true waste of your time now that you're looking back? In education? Uh, that's the question. Okay. Did that subject or activity just fill time or did you still learn something from it is the rest of that question. No is a fine answer. Was it great? You want to take this one? Um, the only thing that comes to my mind is in middle school you made us do that choir at co-op and that was it was so pointless it was there was a study skills class that I took as well in yeah, middle school yes and if he class. would have listened in that study skills class then you know a lot of stuff would have been avoided I did listen there was nothing said <laughs> okay um so then we'll just we'll just leave with this one. 
Do you think that you would also prefer to homeschool your kids? And if so, do you think you'd be going for a new, different style or approach than we did here? Or do you think that you would really kind of build off of what we did as you kind of homeschooled your own kids going forward? I'm not a father, so I can't say that. Okay, as you look down, is, is homeschooling something that your experience would make you say, I would never do this again? Or was your experience something and you see value in it that you think, if the Lord ever gives me a family and gives me children, this is something that I would definitely consider doing? I, I would definitely consider it, but it would depend on the, where I am, like, you know, my context at the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, homeschooling doesn't work everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, and I would, if I was to homeschool, I would do it probably in the same method with very few changes. I mean, we didn't use one curriculum, which I thought was really good. We didn't just watch videos, which was really good in my opinion. Um, so I, I think that I would definitely build off of what we did if that was the case. Okay. Same, I agree similar. Completely. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, then, as we are as we are signing off here, because we've you know gone almost twenty minutes, is there anything that you guys would say is you know kind of sitting here having to think about it? As I look back over my homeschool career, these are some things that really stand out as important to me, or beneficial to me, or treasured memories was the specific words that were used. Um, because of homeschooling. Go ahead, Lizzie Gray. I would say getting involved in either church groups or co-op and making, making an effort to get to know people and friends. And then also like if you're athletic or you like sports, getting involved in some form of sports because that's how I've met some of my best friends. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of treasured memories. I mean, that's homeschooling is our entire childhood. <laughs> so. I mean, we're talking about basically every childhood memory is homeschooling in some way or another. So, just field okay. trips. I mean, it would take a, a while to go through them all. Especially Daddy reading all the placards at museums. Oh. That was your favorite part. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It takes us three hours to go on like a 20 minute tour. Of I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm with him now. I mean, I took, <laughs> I took, um, I took. 45 minutes, I think, to go through the uh, small Anderson County History Museum. See? They're adding a new exhibit. Nice, nice. So, all right, well, guys, thank you all so much for sharing. I hope that this has been an encouragement to you. Um, the Lord is really good. The Lord takes the, the offering that you give by investing in your children, by taking the time, by all the sacrifices that are made to get to know them, know where they are, get to know their friends, to actually pray through and, and teach them all along the way. The Lord does take that and he does use it. And he does, even when you think that you are failing and you are failing them and um, you know you have middle school boys that you're concerned might not make it through the next year or so, um, God is very faithful and God is very, very faithful and they do grow up and they do get so much more mature as you can see by this video. Um, but, but God is good and God is using you right now. So stay encouraged. Enjoy every minute, every minute that God gives you because you blink 
and you're sitting on a couch with three high school graduates. So go out today, play with your kids, get dirty, get involved, get to know them, take them out for ice cream, and have the best time ever. Talk to you later. Bye. joining us today. We believe that every family is called to teach them diligently. So we're here to help. We would love to get to know you this year at one of our four live Teach Them Diligently events. And then throughout the year, when you become part of the Teach Them Diligently 365 community, check out the notes from today's show for more details about what we discussed today, as well as all of these other resources that Teach Them Diligently has to offer. Have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon.